Thank you. Why did I, I looked at you and said Phil. I looked at him <laughs> and said it too. It's all wow. good, man. It's all good. Way to start off the podcast. Yeah, man. Which this is not only my podcast, but this is also your guys' podcast. Right. Plugged or unplugged. Yeah. Or is it plugged or unplugged or plugged? It's plugged and? or unplugged. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little twister um, right there. Where did that come about? Where did the name come from? Um, the name pretty much came about um I wanted to get like a catchy name to like you know be distinct you know kind of like be different you know mm-hmm. and um the information that we're bringing on the podcast is like we're like the plugs of the information in a sense mm-hmm. you know a little street term <laughs> but yeah. and then you know unplugged is like if you're not if you're not with us or you're not getting this information you're unplugged or in a sense mm-hmm. you know so you just came up with that it's kind of that makes sense it kind of does, but then when you read it, it kind of doesn't make sense. <laughs> when you read the name, like, a couple yeah. people, they were like, oh, Until wow. you listen to the show. Yeah, until you listen okay, to the show. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We listen to the show, like, all right, all right. Oh, that's why you, that's why that's, that's the name, but, you know. And when did you guys start? And whose idea was it first to start it? The podcast, the actual podcast mm-hmm. idea. Um, Phil came up with the idea, and we pretty much came together and just revamped the whole thing. And it just really made it come to life. Yeah. Um, like when, a, did, when did we start? It was about January. Yeah, January. We started January. Like, I told myself at the end of 2017, like, I was going to do something. I step outside the show, you know, step outside mm-hmm. my show and really embrace what I really love to do, which is talk. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, yeah. let me, what can I really do to, like, express opinions and get things across? And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? A podcast would be a good idea. So you guys have been doing this for 10 months now. So far, so good. Yeah. 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 Finished the whole year. Yeah. But it's funny because how it started. We actually used to work together. And we would have these normal conversations all the time. And it's like, I don't know the whole idea. He, he thought of the idea. And it was like, you know what? That's, that sounds like a great idea, actually. So we just pretty much put it to action from there. And that's well, just how it took off. I appreciate what you guys are doing. I mean, um, but I, like society and culture, that's what you guys have it categorized yeah. under. and. I feel like that's what this podcast should be categorized under is uh, like culture. I, I feel culture is so important. Mm. And um, I remember going to D.C. a few years ago and I, I had a free trip to D.C. But like the the deal was that I was going to protest. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's a weird, it's a weird ass story. Okay. And like, I basically ended up like in front of the white house of the fence and stuff like that. It was like shit that I didn't really care about. It was a free trip. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but on the way out there, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to someone and, and basically like the, the whole idea was like fighting for like minorities and women and uh, immigrants to, to be treated f- more fairly. Mm. And, uh, and I was like talking to this guy who's, been, who's for a long time like working in this nonprofit trying to make progress. I was like, you know, what, what can we do to make things better? And he, he, he said that we need to change the narrative. Mm. And um, <clears throat> to me, that's the culture, right? And like politics is downstream from culture. True. And um, I think Donald Trump is an example of that. Now, I, I'm, I, I didn't vote for Trump. I'm not left or right. But when you look at the, the presidential election, it's like a popularity contest. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, 
people were kind of really fed up with the business as usual politics in which everyone knows that they're corrupt. Politicians are corrupt. So the culture, I feel like whatever like fucked up place that the culture was in at the time is the reason why we have Donald Trump in office. So like to in the future, to me, that's like an example of like, I'm sorry to start the podcast off. Oh, it's, 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 it's great. Right yeah, it's but, great. You, you're taking this to a whole different level right now. <laughs> I, I think that, you know, it's like, well, if we want to change, like, who's in the White House, like, if we want to change the direction and the leadership of our country, we have to change the culture. True. And I look at someone like uh, Kanye West, who um, he gets a lot of shit for kind of like, D- didn't he wear like a manga hat or something yeah. like that? This past Saturday, with a yeah. Kaepernick yeah. shirt, I believe. You, you know what I mean? Like, and like he's like meeting with Trump and and things like that. And like people are like, "Why would you do that? Why would you do that?" Well, you look at Kanye; he's literally a trendsetter. He is a culture carrier. He think, shifts the I'm culture. I'm sorry. At this point, I think Kanye is addicted to fame. He has yeah. to be in the limelight. It makes sense with mm-hmm. his wife. It makes sense with his lifestyle. Everything that he does is all yeah. revolved around attention. But I feel what you're saying. Like, he is a trendsetter. And I kind of feel what he's trying to do. But I just feel like it's Kanye. He's saying mm-hmm. it in a in a very different way than people would, you know what I'm saying, understand it. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Kanye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, with Kanye West, uh, known as Ye now, um, I feel like... I understand what you're saying. He's like a trendsetter. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I feel like he needs to learn how to say things a certain way so we all understand where he's coming from. Because he's coming from a place where a lot of guys can't relate. So the way you say certain things or how you Mm -hmm. go about certain things or how you do things and... Yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have to say about Kanye West at, at this point right now. I, I want to get back to Kanye West, <laughs> but I have to get this out of the way. Okay. I haven't seen you guys forever. Right, right. Like half a decade. Yeah. The last time... Like seven I, years. I got married, guys. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and, <laughs> no, and, congrats, and, congrats, and, congrats. I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I'm two weeks away from where white New Balance is, you know, the dad, <laughs> shoes, the dad shoes, like, you know, checking yeah. tires and shit. I'm... I am basically like a 65-year-old white Republican who bitches and moans about the... That's that's what I am under the hood. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I haven't seen you guys in so long. Uh, I I mean, I I used to bump into Nick here here and there. um, Shout out to Nick. Shout out to Nick. Nick. Um, But uh, it's weird that we kind of now are overlapping on the same thing because, uh, like, the team, what you were saying, like, uh, I I was having conversations with people that w- w- it was blowing me away. Mm-hmm. I, I walked away feeling excited and yeah. feeling energized. And I was like, I gotta share this. I gotta share this with other people because I felt like I was like stealing because I was having conversations with uh, business owners mm-hmm. and uh, people that are have ambition and are trying to trying to make the the good changes. So mm-hmm. I, I'm thankful to see the work that you guys are doing and. I think it's great. I appreciate it. And you had better music than me. Which, which isn't saying much, I guess, because I don't have any music. It's all uh, good, man. It's all man. good, man. We'll all get there, though. It's been a little while, though. It's been a cool minute. It's been longer than seven years. For me. I feel like yeah. it's been, it's been what, since, what, eight, I think. Yeah. Like 
Isn't it weird that we're getting old, but we're still young? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. When they say that weird little buffer zone, like, yeah. it's, yeah, right, right. it's weird. It's yeah. Like, everybody in different places. Yeah, my face didn't get fat yet, so I'm cool. That's like, so I'm funny. Cool. Give me facial hair. Yeah. Well, I mean, you... I do got facial hair, bro. Don't, don't start, man. Don't start. <laughs> Have you ever ran into someone from high school and they're fat? Yeah. And, yeah, like, it yeah, takes yeah. you, like, three seconds to, recognize to register... <laughs> Who they are, but they and you and you know, and the pressure's on you because you can see it in their eyes that they know who you are. Right? Like they they yeah. recognize you. Like, hey. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, mm. <laughs> Straight up though. Like you gotta. I mean, you yeah. gotta just front at that moment. <laughs> you gotta front. Like. I always just. I, I'm like a politician. I just say, "Oh, nice to see you." Until you get some clues. Yeah. I just nice to see. I say, "How's your mom?" You know. I, I start trying to like mm. tap into the family. What if so you don't like know their mom? Up. What if they just knew you from like association? Like, they're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, he, like, so I've never met your mom, but if I said, how's your mom? What are you, are you going to say? I'm like, she's all right. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's fine. But you've never met my mother. That's so funny. Like, that was a weird question. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's, that's either like a really sincere question yeah. or that's an asshole question, right? right like, just trying to keep the conversation going. That's yeah, yeah. yeah, that's great. Um, but so Kanye West, going back to him, um, it's just so strange, like, when I think of, like, early 2000, well, it, it took, Kanye, it took a lot for him to get respect, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. he was yeah. making music uh, for Jay, and, I mean, putting out hits, but they would never put him on the track, because he, at that time, he was a, a gangster rapper, right? Yeah, like, that's I mean, time, he's still not. Yeah, at that time, he they wanted to go with uh, Cam, they wanted to go yeah. with Cam at the time, because mm-hmm. you know? Cam was hot, you know? Uh, but I don't know. Kanye forced his way into the game. You know what I'm saying? So well, he had you ha- to. yeah, you have to respect what he's done. Yeah, it's just now. <laughs> it's just now. I don't know, man. I, I I just don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Someone brought up the idea that he because um, they're like neuroscientists. They've found <clears throat> that brain trauma. Mm-hmm. It could take ten years for brain trauma to reveal itself. Mm. And some people were saying that, what if this is... The trauma from the accident? Yeah. Like, okay. That's conspiracy. Uh, <laughs> that's your lane, though. That's Usually your lane. lane. It that's is. your lane. But I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I, I told you I think about that. Yeah. I told you I think about that. I, mean, I think it's strange. I was watching uh, my wife. She likes the Kardashians. I like mm-hmm. keeping up with the Kardashians. I wouldn't say she's like an ad, uh, like viewer, mm-hmm. but she was watching it, and it, this was the episode of when they did Family Feud, and so like Kanye, <laughs> Kanye is like in the back, like in the makeup room with all white people, and I almost looked at my wife, who's white, and I said, you know, the O three Kanye would throw up if he saw this, <laughs> That's like if we can, and this is nothing against white people. But do just you, how far he yeah yeah, like, yeah that's what I'm saying like yeah. I don't understand it. I really don't understand what's it, going on with Kanye it's like a whole completely different person but it could be the Kardashian curse though mm. and he's like maybe that's really real like, why did my mind go straight to Tristan Thompson yeah <laughs> you know like All what good. is yeah it it could be um, there's a a comedian. Um, I'm sorry if you're out there and you get upset at me taking your jokes or whatever, but I would never do this on stage. But he said that um, he's from Warren Mm -hmm. and he was like, uh, he said the Kardashian curse was like um, stealing talent from black guys. And it's like all their talent just 
falls into their ass. Like, <laughs> like Space Jam? <laughs> like Space Jam? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why our ass is getting yeah. so big. It's getting bigger and bigger, bro. They taking all the powers. But you, you had brought up talent. And one of the things that you had mentioned that I, I agree with, you had said that, you know, Kim K, usually, like, people, oh, she, she's famous for no reason. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't have a talent. But you had brought up the business mindset. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many people have made a sex tape but not have turned it into something, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is monetized everything. Yeah, business mm-hmm. that's brand. that's talent. That's what I'm saying. I, I I'll be the first person to say I, I'm not the type of person that would say she or any of her sisters or family members are not talented. Like mm-hmm. it takes talent. They're yeah. doing something. You yeah. know? So why don't you like, do it? Go exactly. make a sex true, tape, true. You know what and I mean? then <laughs> and then ten years. I want to see how much money <laughs> you flip you that. Do. He said Whatever you flip you that. Do, man. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, my girl went a lot that stuff. Like she went a lot that to happen. She's not gonna take one for the team. She's not gonna. She's not. Oh, oh, no, oh my well, hell, no. No amount of money. No. Uh, we have to discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> we have to discuss that. <laughs> Yo, we have to discuss that for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? What is the offer? What, what can? What's going on after that? Yeah. She made a pretty little penny off of that, though. No, she did. I mean, she's relevant now, still. Very you know good. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, um. But they were already kind of like pre-famous in a sense because of the OJ trial and all of that. Cause yeah. that you know what I'm saying? Because the Kardashian name they is really... famous. They were just rich. Oh, yeah. Well, well rich. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? But that gives you a, a step ahead, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're rich, you can kind of pretty much pay for fame. You can make that. Like, yeah. Lil Tay, like, did you see that? Like, her mom was, well, decently paid. But she was fronting all the money for the little girl to be flying. But yeah. everybody thought this little girl was a millionaire. Like, it's insane. Like... Yeah, you can fly. But that says the difference, though. He brought up um, as far as culture, that says the difference. Like, is it because people have money, we allow them to create the culture for us, or is it really real trendsetters out here? Like, it's not about the money. It's really you know what I'm saying. That's hard. It's to an add. impact on the culture. Because mm-hmm. I look at cats that people like that have money, and we don't even know why they have money. They have an influence, but then you got people. I mean, I'm not saying he don't have money, but like people like Nipsey Hussle, where it's like not about the money at all, how much money he's actually making, he's actually getting to the bag. But you know what I mean? He just has such a huge impact on the culture. It's just like ridiculous. It's like, I don't know. It's like two different crowds almost in a sense. Like, as far as like. So you're saying Nipsey Hussle, Mr. All money in, no money out is not about the money. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> no, no, like, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, with or without the money, yes, yes. he's going to have an impact on the yes. culture. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If Kim K, no disrespect, if she didn't have any money, what type of impact would she really have on yeah. the culture? That's a good point. That's a real good point. It, and it's like one of those things uh, the more money you have, the easier it is to make money. Yeah. True. And the reverse true. is true too. The true. less money you have, the harder it is it's for you to true. climb the ladder and to and, and to make progress. Exactly. Even though it's been done before that. Statistically. Statistically. Yeah. So it feels like uh, you like when I said that, like it's <clears throat> like you don't want to give people a reason not to have hope. Like the people that don't have much still having hope. Of actually turning it and making themselves into something better. Um, yeah, in a in a sense, because I mean, some people are born to certain disadvantages. That is true. However, I'm a firm believer 
as to what you said, you know, creating a narrative as yeah. far as what your mind puts out, what you believe in your mind, what you believe in your mind is true. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can That's change very true. any situation that you have, no matter how it is, it's your outlook on it. And things will gradually, you know what I'm saying, become better. You know what I'm saying? You can yeah. literally think and manifest anything and it, and it will become true. Yeah. So that's why I'm kind of like mixed on it. It's, it's, it's about how you, your mindset and where your mind is with things. That's just what I believe in yeah. when it comes to that. I'm, a, I'm very big on that. Um, visualizing and seeing things come to pass and seeing things like really manifest. Like it really, everything begins with a thought. Every single thing that's man-made began with a thought, an idea, like, like building houses. Came with a, they, they had to think about yeah. building houses, stuff like that. So everything begins with a thought. So your thoughts create pretty much your reality and what goes on. Like, you know, so that plays a huge part. Huge yeah. part. Man. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it, it's, it, it goes to show you how connected we are because everything has, has its seed has taken place in the human mind. Mm -hmm. And you th think about the people that built this apartment that we're in, mm -hmm. right? They're impacting our lives and we don't even know it. We don't know that. Exactly. And they don't know us. But yet, because of their effort, because of their minds, we're, we're now hanging out. But that's the next level though. I think of that <laughs> stuff all the time. Yeah. Like, do you want to be a part of the process mm. or do you want to be the process? Wow. And that's with anything when it comes Boris to by music. <laughs> <laughs> music. Boris by music. You know, it's an architect. Any, anything, anything you can possibly think of is either you are going to be a part of the process or you're going to be the process. Like, living in it or you can create those things. But it's, it's levels too. I feel like we're the generation that's like taking things to the next level. Mm. Because it's a lot of guys with this, this like, I wouldn't call it free thinking, but I would call it like um, understanding how things really work. Like, if you can really if you can really visualize something, you can make it happen. This podcast, we visualized it, we thought about it, we made it happen. Like, connecting with you, yeah. thought about it first, like, hmm, I think that'd be a great idea. You was responsive, all right, let's go. Let's do it. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, it starts with thoughts and really just being positive, man. I know we all have our lows and stuff like that, but if you can still remain positive in those situations, you'll have a great outcome in the long run. And whose responsibility is it for you to have a good uh, or a positive attitude? Yourself. Like, I'm not going to wake up and say, today, I'm going to make Phil's day a good one. <laughs> right? That's weird. That's yeah. even weird if I did do that, right? <laughs> you know, right. Yeah, I got to want it to right? happen. Like, and I got to like, want to have a good day. And God damn it. And, <laughs> I mean, so, like, if, if that's the case, like, if you know that it's your job to have a positive mindset, it's your job, why would you choose a negative mindset? That goes on the person. That really goes on the person, how strong they really are. Mm. Like, you really got to believe you're, you're it, like you're the shit. Like you got you to literally trick your mind. Like sometimes sometimes on your low days, like I swear, like on your lowest days, you got to trick your mind and really tell yourself like, this is nothing, I can get through this or I can see through this or, or you know what I'm saying? Like for real, like you, would you really want yourself to be down and depressed? Do you like that feeling? Like I know it's hard to hear that for certain people, but I'm saying like, do you really like the feeling of being down and depressed or do you yeah. like the feeling of, being up and joyous, a joyful like, but that goes with being that goes with gratitude though. You have to be grateful for yeah, what you have, and that's huge. You have to yeah. be grateful for what you have. Like that's really huge. See, my type, my thing is like, 
how I usually get out of my funk or anything. It's like I sit there. I I'm human. Like I'm human. Yeah. I, I I say all of this, but I'm human. I do have my days where you know what I'm saying everything it might be not so good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually get out of my funk because I'm sitting there and I'm mad. And then I'm mad and I don't know why I'm mad. And then everything is irritating me. And it's like, man, this is stupid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, this is so yeah. stupid. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can, you can literally change like that. You can change how you feel. And everything changes after that. If you're going to be in a negative funk, everything after that is going to follow the same trend. You know what I mean? If you change your mindset and it's positive, everything after that is going to be positive. So it's like, why continuously be in that negative funk especially in situations when you can't do nothing about it anyway mm-hmm. that's just how I am like I don't know like if I can't do nothing yeah. about it there's no point for me to even get mad sometimes I won't even give a reaction for it for, and it throws people for a loop but hey that's me it is reality mm-hmm. because here's the thing you when you when, when everything's said and done and the light sh- shut out on a team no one else is going to see what you saw no one else is going to experience your life mm-hmm. the way that you experience your life from behind your eyeballs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so with that being said, that's like when, it, it, when you, um, what's the term, uh, when you transition, mm-hmm. it's like the DVD being ejected from the DVD player and then all the actors disappear, you know? That's the perception I get what you say. And so, but the, the thing is, so your consciousness, it's experiencing the universe. And it's experiencing the universe from your point of view. Yeah. For, from your vehicle that is your body. So taking it a step further, do you think your conscious continuously goes after the body doesn't? It, de- it depends on what you mean. Because if you mean... The, the, if the consciousness continues the same way you are now, I, I don't know the answer. But w- the way I look at it is um, on the other side, after this you know, vehicle, my body, after it's no longer uh, functioning, there's two things are going to happen. Um, I'm going to be aware that I died or I'm not going to be aware that I died. But whatever is aware, so like if, if I'm aware that I'm alive or that, I, that th- this body died, that means that consciousness is still alive. Mm-hmm. So that means I'm not dead. Exactly. But if I'm not aware, it's as if it never happened. It's as if I'm in, you know, I'm in 1893. No one's upset of not being here in 1893, right? We were born in, ni- I was born in 1993. But people were upset. People were upset if they're not going to be here in three thousand ninety-three. I'm kind of upset about that too. So you know, it's like we're (laughs) we're literally on the edge of two infinities. True. And that's what our that's what this you know and 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 to take it a step further, I mean, we we think that this is a table, but it's I thought thought this was a table. It's it's you know it's it's a it's it's our perception of the atoms that have come together to make this table, right? Um, so that, that's everything in the universe. And everything in the universe, um, that's what we are. We're a collection of, of atoms that have harmonized. 
in a very particular and unique way to make us us. Mm-hmm. So when we die, it's not as if those atoms go poof and disappear. They separate and they change. Now, looking at it from the universal perspective, um, you could say, well, if those atoms find their way back to each other in the same way, um, then, you know, Phil Hudson would be Phil Hudson again. It would reincarnate. But you would say, how, what are the chances of that happening, right? Like what, because it's so complex, like, like all the atoms in the, in the available universe would have to harmonize the way that you are harmonized now. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's, a, that's those, the odds of that happening are like zero, but that's if we're looking at it from a human perspective of time that's limited. Mm-hmm. Now we're look, we're, let's say that to make Phil Hudson, to take all Phil Hudson, uh, his atoms and to make it, it, it into what it is now, we would have to roll the die and get straight sevens, seven billion times in a row. In our lifespan, that would be impossible because we would die before that happens. But when it comes to the universe that is not limited to time, that's infinite, that has infinite time, it's only a matter of time. When it happens. When it happens. I think of it like that. That's, the, that, that's, that's <laughs> like some Super Saiyan ideas you got here, man. <laughs> You're taking this to a whole different so, level. Like, like, but I like it though. I, I like it. I like it. I just hope the listeners can comprehend what's going on here. <laughs> so, you know, and obviously I don't know. I don't know the answer. We're, we're having construction, by the way. That was pretty spooky. But um, obviously I don't have the answer. And I think that um, that is the point. I think the point is not having the answer in, in this carnation, if you will, because think about it. If you were God, um, what's, I mean, the first thing that you would do is you would achieve everything that you wanted to achieve and experience. You know, you would do that. You would get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Everything that brings you pleasure, you would do, you would make that a reality. You would manifest it. Um, and then you would get bored because you did it all. So then you would probably try experiencing everything that you hated. And then you would get bored of that. And then you could turn around and say to yourself, well, let me try. I know everything, which is like, I, I know everything. And th- this has been for eternity and this will be for eternity. Let me try not knowing anything at all. Let me try being confused. Mm. No, that's a whole different. That's a whole different word. I like. I like that one. That's, you know what I mean? It it only makes sense that the source of the universe would, if if the source of the universe had infinite amount of time, mm-hmm. wouldn't it try different levels of consciousness? And wouldn't the the level of consciousness consciousness being confused be be one of them? I mean. You never know. You never know. It's different levels with that. It's a lot of different levels with that. But I feel like if I was God, nah, I'm not even going to go there. Well, here's the thing. You you don't want to go there because of our our culture and because of our society. But here's the thing. I I I keep it straight. We can go there. But but, but here's the thing, though. You you know, you might look at me 
I'm not saying you, you guys here, mm-hmm. but like people in general, society would look at me and, and say uh, to themselves, wow, this guy thinks he's God. Like that's pretty fucked up. Um, but what happened to Jesus? He said he was God and they crucified him. True. He was in the form of God though. He was God. It's funny you bring that up. Cause I, I don't believe that I am God, but I feel like God is in me and he's in everyone. Well, how could he not? And why do we say he? Why do we say he? That's one thing. That's one thing. That's one thing. You know what I'm saying? No, I, no, I get what you're saying. But how could, how could you, how could you not be a part of God? How could you not be a part of God? Because at every level, at every level, uh, whether the source is conscious or unconscious, it's still one. Everything has to come from a source. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And even even like in a biblical term, I, I use this a lot. It says in the Bible, <coughs> God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. You know, He thought of it. Yes. Exactly. It goes back to the thought. It goes back to the thoughts. Like that's crazy. That's really crazy. We we yeah. we hold that same power within us. Maybe Ex- not to that. Extreme, Extreme, but it's unbelievable. We can still do that. Whatever you say you are, that's what you are. Yeah, it's you know unbelievable. What I'm like that's I'm, literally what you are. I'm, I'm tripping right now because everything that all of your life experiences are held in your consciousness, and you've you have figured out a way, and I've uh, to to encode your experience and make different vibrations in the air with your voice, mm-hmm. and my consciousness <laughs> is understanding. Yeah, it's decoding. Yeah, that's deep. That's deep. I think. Yeah, like it's really crazy. Like it goes to show, like certain people are connected. Like it's it's really baffling because you, it's, it really is because you like 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 how how me and you like are cool and how we connect. Like bro, like sometimes we be thinking on the same terms or like mm-hmm. or we'll say the same thing or I'll say something. He be like, bro, I was just thinking that or you know what I'm saying like yeah. while we while we're working. With like the same vibration, same, same energy vibration. Yeah, and it's and it's really crazy. But you're only connected to certain people. If you were connected to everybody, it would really be weird. If, like if we always like connected to everybody, we all thought the same thoughts, and that that'd be wild. So the confusion I thing. Do that though, in a sense, though. Yeah, but like, you ever you ever like, just weird, pick up bro. a vibe from somebody? Yeah, like, you yeah, know yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Somebody would be around, and they just like. A little off, and mm-hmm. you, know what I'm you can just tell something that's off of them. Like you know, what I'm saying they give off those vibrations as mm-hmm. far as what frequency they they working on. You or when you or where you could tell if somebody's upset or angry or sad or depressed, you can yeah, you can definitely. visually see yeah. like the emotions or the or yeah, you could like yeah, look back up, back up. <laughs> For real though, like yeah. it's it's levels to that stuff, man. Like it's levels. It's most definitely levels. So you had said it would be crazy if we're connected to everyone. I'll, I'm going to challenge you and say that we are connected with okay. everyone. And this is why. So uh, I don't think I could show you my, my, my home screen because I'm using my phone to record. But I have the generic out-of-the-box Apple iPhone home screen, the one with the planet mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Right? So, wow. Wait, is, is that Mars? I don't know what oh, that is, man. but so <laughs> I, I, I I put plant I put the the picture of the planet Earth, mm. um, and I put it on my home screen, and I thought to myself I had this thought I said at at some level this is a picture of me, mm. right? Wait, what? This is a picture of me because if 
I, if that picture was taken when I was alive, I'm on that ball. I'm on that rock. Okay. So I can say that this is a picture of me. In a sense. In, in a sense. But looking at it from that perspective, looking at everyone being on one rock, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, right now you have <laughs> billions of microorganisms in your gut. It's the same thing. We could be a planet. <laughs> so, so you literally have billions of living organisms mm -hmm. in your body. You actually have more of that than human cells. You have more bacteria in you than human cells. So at the universal level, that bacteria in your life is the equivalent. It's the same. It's still life. Okay. So, but you're still Phil Hudson, right? You're still... But, so, we could be the bacteria in the gut of the planet Earth. We could be on a dog right now. Yeah, for real, <laughs> like, on it's on, yeah, this is definitely informative <laughs> of right. everything. But Isn't yeah. that crazy? So, we look at you as, like, one individual, right. but you're actually an ecosystem. Like, you're, <laughs> you're an ecosystem that, that bacteria is dependent on you, and you're dependent on that bacteria. And that's just one form. <laughs> the process. I am a process. Yes, the process, right? But I think what, what one of the things that I get challenged about is like, you know, was it being a part of the process versus being the process? What you say? Um, being a part of the process has been something that I, I, I had looked at for most of my life. And I feel like the tension there is like having this idea of, you know, like the finish line. Because like when you're when you're a part of the process, you you're thinking of the goal and like finishing that. You're you're thinking about finishing the process, right? Yeah. When you're a part of it. Um, but when you are the process, it's constant, constant evolution. Yeah, that's legacy. It's eternal life. That's that's what being the process is, right? Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Most definitely, that's just the stuff. I told you, I think about that stuff all the time. Like, I would daydreaming, looking out the window, just looking at the most random thing, those trees, yeah. and I'm thinking about... <laughs> while you're at work. Yeah, stuff like that happens, though, while you're at work, over probably... All the time, especially when I'm driving, taking those long drives. Yeah. Man. Trees, man. Trees. <laughs> it's trees. crazy. Yeah, trees. It's crazy because, you know, you look at trees, right? <laughs> they give us oxygen, and we give them carbon... Uh, Dioxide. So we need each other. Yes. <laughs> Trees. Simple. Everything. Simple. And Everything all together. That's, that's wild. We're so connected, man. It's crazy. And that's where the tension is. The tension, I think the suffering of life is when you close yourself off from that connection. What do you mean by closing yourself off? Like When you shrink your universe, the universe down so much that you feel disconnected, that's suffering. That's depression. But that starts in your mind, though. Yeah. That's, that, all of that begins in your mind. Like, regardless of the situations going on, I mean, things happen and it, it, it affects your emotions, but that all starts with your mind. So what are some of the tools, <clears throat> tricks that you do to uh, foster a positive mindset? Um... Gratitude, like 
for real, like that really will change your whole perception of certain things. Yeah. If something goes wrong, just be grateful of things that it could it could have been worse. Yeah. Or say it's like a money situation or bills. Be grateful that you have the money to pay the bills mm-hmm. because if you didn't have the money, then you got to borrow that from somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And then a lot of guys. Like, they don't want to go through that pride thing of asking for help or something like that. So, you know what I'm saying? So, why not just be mindful and be grateful of the situation that you're in? Because it could be worse. You you could be getting evicted. You could be losing your job. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it situations could be worse. So, gratitude is, is a key thing. That's that's really one thing I'm, I'm really big on is being grateful for everything that I have. For real. You go into a lot of situations um, setting the bar low. Yeah, no expectations. Yeah, I like, noticed that about. Yeah, you. like no expectations. Like <laughs> this podcast. Low. Listen. So like whatever else happens after that is pretty much a bonus. For real, like wow. I swear, I swear everything I love. Like when I first thought of this idea, like I told him, like I'm like, yo, I really don't got no expectations for the like this really being crazy, but mm-hmm. we're gonna work and try to get this done, like and really work. And we've been putting in the work, and we're here now. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what's. Going back to your question about like connection and whatnot, I think um, that's what you're seeking with your podcast, right? I mean, if someone watches your podcast or listens to it um, and they realize something or they, um, they, they themselves can see where you're coming from, what happened was you have, you know, Phil's unique perception of life. And this other person's mm-hmm. unique perception of life, but they realized that they, they, those two individual consciousness real, realize something that is the same. Yeah. And that, that bridge, that connection is what runs through the, the whole universe. Right. Like that's what you can point to and say is God, right? Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Because, like, you know, and so you uh, went to a Catholic school. I went to a Christian school. Like, it was, like, this idea that God was, like, always floating above you, right? right. And he just, he knew everything, yeah. and he could see everything. But, you know, so think of that idea, though. Like, if he's seeing everything I'm doing, he's seeing everything you're doing. When we connect to something that we're, that we're doing together, like, we can pick up on it. What's the common denominator? Exactly. So it's that connection, man. Mm -hmm. That connection is God and the disconnection is hell. When you miss that connection. Mm -hmm. I got you. I got you. I got you. So what what exactly is hell to you though? It's a mind state. It's a a mindset. It's something that we manifest within ourselves that is, um, that cannot justify being here you know like we we didn't make the decision to be here we just got here mm. right so to me i can i i have gratitude in that <laughs> True. right yeah. just being here is like wow this is incredible but um <clears throat> along the way you, you there's suffering along the way um, there's decay. I mean, you're dying. I'm dying. I hate, hate the term. <laughs> I hate to yeah, but yeah, you, but like, you're dying. I'm dying. You know, I'm gonna die one day. I'm gonna lose everything in my life. Um, I'm gonna lose uh, every person that I love. You know, they're gonna die, or I might die before them. 
And um, if, I, if they die before me, by the time I die, I'm going to lose uh, my health, right? All these things that I own, you know, it's really like I'm borrowing them. For the because, time being. Yeah. Because they're still going to be here when I'm dead. So I'm going to lose them too. So it's innate that I'm going to have suffering. Um, but I can, either, I can either allow that suffering to overcome, you know, and become resentful. Become resentful of, it's like, why the, why the fuck would you send me here? Like, why, why would I, why would I, you know, impress it? And when you don't do that, that's what hell is. Because we've seen it. We've seen people before who are bitter. They're resentful. They don't oh, take yeah. responsibility. They blame everyone else. Yeah. And, but do you, do you feel like those, those are the people that are open-minded or feel like those are the people that, you know, you, you pick up on those vibes and you connect with the oh, vibes. Nah, nah, you vibe out with them. Right? I mean, nah, it's like a, it's like a, a negative thing like not yeah. a negative thing but it's like a, like a counter thing like like when you see that you kind of like shy away from it in a sense because you don't want to it's a disconnect yeah it's a disconnect you don't want to pick up on that negative energy you don't want to, but it's sad to say it like that though because it's some, sometimes it's like your closest friends or your closest homies or something like that and you want to mm. reach out but in yeah. their mind they're trapped and they can't see yes. no other way so you it's like you want to help but then you, you, you can't really help because they're not trying to connect like how you said it's a disconnect mm. they're unplugged yeah. Shout out to the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> They're unplugged. <laughs> you wow. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah, man. Um, but it's that mindset. So what do you do? What do you do with your uh, your mindset? What you mean as far as like keeping it positive? Yeah. Uh, I told you pretty much just like he said, being grateful. Um, you look at trees. <laughs> Yeah, I just like, trees, definitely, trees. definitely. Like that <laughs> nah, trees. Seriously, um, and I'm just grateful of everything, you know. And I keep a, I try to make sure if I can't do anything about the situation to not even like I'm I'm very nonchalant. Mm. Like I'm very nonchalant when it comes to situations. It's like I try to stay in the middle. I don't get too focused on the highs and I don't get too focused on the lows. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. if it's all bad and I can't do nothing about it, then it's cool. Then if it's good, then all right, okay, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I keep it moving. But as far as anything else, that's that's like my bread and butter. Like, mm. it's my bread and butter, man. Well, if you can't change it, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. And if you can change it, don't worry about it. You said if you can change it, yeah. don't worry about it. Yeah, now, right. You can't kind of works like, out on its own. If you, <laughs> can, <laughs> if you can change it, change it. Do it. That's what, what I mean. But what if it, wait, what? That's what I mean. <laughs> what about, like, if you can change it, don't worry about it because you're you going to change it. it. Yeah. You know, oh, you're going to okay, okay, okay. do it, right? Yeah, okay, okay. Right. I got you. All right. You know, with right. enough patience and persistence, yeah. you're going to do it. If you can't change it, why would you waste energy on See, worrying about not being able to change it? My biggest thing, though, and anybody <laughs> can tell you, anybody can tell you, when it comes to me, I, I complain. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, complain. Sure. Like, for I sure. will complain, but the thing about it is, I'll complain about something and I'll still do it. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll still do it. Like, I'm like an old man. Like, There's some bullshit, though. Like and then like, just keep walking with it. Like, yeah, so like, 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 I don't know. Like, it's like, I don't know. I've always been like that. Like, I, I, I just... Well, do, do you feel... So, like, let's say we're, we have to do the same thing. And, you know, as a team or whatever. And you complain about it. 
and I and I don't, but we still go get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, who who was using their energy more efficiently? You, but we both got a dad. It's that like you, we both got a dad. Once we done it, we got a dad. You know, like what you want from me? Like what, what do you want from me right now? Like I get it. I get it. That's hard. Me like to 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 love me. You have to understand me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like to really like vibe with me, you gotta understand me. Like, and sometimes I do understand people don't. They're not just gonna get that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I have to let people know, like, hey, listen, man, I don't really wanna do this. Like, I'm complaining, but I'm cool. Like, I promise, I'm cool. Like, that's just how it is. Like, to me, I feel like because I've had situations like that and work like where I didn't want to work on something or I, I didn't feel like this uh, another person was actually doing a good job I feel like they're actually doing a bad job and getting in my way of doing a good job mm-hmm. but what I've realized is like that <coughs> shit usually works itself out like it's unsustainable for someone sometimes it don't if you don't say nothing <laughs> that's, that's well, no no I, I no I agree I agree um it's like there's there's points where it's unacceptable and it has to be brought mm-hmm. to the table for mm-hmm. things to be corrected. True. But also, you also have to take into consideration the, the credibility of who's bringing it to the table. Right. I do that. You, yep. you, you know what I mean? Like I have to pick and choose what I'm bringing to the table because if if they see me as a guy who's bringing everything to the table, then they're gonna they're they're not gonna <clears throat> look at it as like a high priority. But if they're like, you know, Lou has never brought anything to us. He's always doing, you know, the best that he can do. And he's brought this to our attention. We should pay attention to it. Because of that credibility. So it's like, for me, I pick and choose. Because there's, there's things that I can complain about all day. And say, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, right, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, you know, um, it's like, how many times can I cry wolf? You only get so many times to complain about certain things. Or actually complain at all. Yeah. See, I don't complain constantly. I'm just going to complain at least once. At least once. You got to say damn at least one time. Like, so how does, emotions on my sleeve. That's it. How does, so this is, you know, Conversations with Lewis. I hate my podcast title. It's uncreative. But um, what's it like having... Like what I like being it just one guy, one man band is just like I, it's all on me, you yeah. know. But with the two person thing, how do you guys balance that? Or there, like, are there? I'm sure there's times where you know you're with your woman and you have to meet some you know family member or whatever. So like, how do you guys coordinate? You talking about overall schedule or just yeah. on the podcast? Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like on the podcast, like you guys vibe with each other. So I can see that, you know, like, it's pretty natural for you guys to yeah. keep it going and, and do that. But yeah, like, how do you uh, maintain consistency? Oh, uh, maintaining consistency, we just pretty much, we speak on things throughout the week. We, we link up, you know, yeah. fairly uh, a lot. So it's like, we always bounce ideas off each other. But sometimes we... Uh, We'll, we'll get to like really arguing. <laughs> like, you're like, really, that's one thing people don't understand. Like, like this is for real. Like, we'll literally get to arguing and be like, all right, all right we should just say that for the show or something. Like, we should just say that for later. Like, like for real. So it's like, it's just so fun that 
consistency is not a problem. Yeah. Like we, it will always be consistent uh, with the content. Um, and plus, with everything going on in the world, yeah, um, it's endless content. <laughs> it's endless, endless, endless content, and it's and it's like it's a good platform to actually. Help guys voice their opinion. Yes, you know, isn't that crazy? We I love have that. a radio show. Yeah, like I love you that. You have I a love TV that. show. Yeah, I love that shit. Like, <laughs> isn't like, that crazy? Like, like isn't that channel? channel, yeah. Yeah, subscribe. Subscribe, yeah. Granted, part. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah subscribe. Yeah. It's so crazy that we have the ability to do this. And to me, because you guys were talking about like the the fake people on social media, you know, the people mm. that yeah. I mean, we could tell all the entrepreneurs that follow me and put on like, you know, emojis and stuff like that. It just, it, it hurts. But I feel like with all this technology that we have, we, we have to start treating it. We have to start really taking responsibility of treating what we have in a way that pushes things forward. Right. And I feel like, I'm saying as a society, you know, as a society level, go... There's people on there, like, you, you've never seen someone on Facebook, like, get in a political conversation. Uh, no, no, and, no. and then say, you know what? That, that's a good point. I didn't see it that way before. You've never seen that. And it's just like, how, like, it's a shame that we have the technology to connect with one another, grow, share ideas. Yeah. But we don't, there, we don't do it in a way that's to our fullest capacity that helps people. Yeah, that um, that goes how you look at it. <laughs> like, if you look at social media and you look at it like, okay, I can use this to build a platform, to build something else, to lead me to another career. Yeah. That, it's all about how you look at it in your mind. Like, what do you want? Like, yeah. what do you want? Like, what do you want? Are you going to use social media just to post pictures and just for likes? If that's the yeah. case, then you only, you're only using a small percentage of how you should use social media if yes. you want to use it. Like, to that point, like, a lot of people have dreams, aspirations <clears throat> of marketing. Mm -hmm. Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, like, is the biggest thing to market yourself if you don't have the proper connections to get to where you want to go. Yeah. And that's one thing I realized early. Like, okay, if I can use social media to boost and aid myself other than just likes and, and comments and fucking heart emojis and shit yeah. like if you can get past that and really look at the business aspect you can really make some money here mm. for real and that's I mean it's not a, it's not always about the money it's about the love of what you want to do and your craft but eventually eventually you're gonna need some money <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. so so you got to I just, just manipulate it and I feel like but it's not only there are people doing things for the likes and for the uh, comments but it's like leaking into people's actual life when they're out and about. Mm -hmm. They're doing it for the gram. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's sad. That's that's sad if you're doing it for the gram. Yeah. Like, you're on your way to this event, you know? Of other people. Or, or exactly. You're, yeah. you're in the mall and you're shopping for an outfit that you're thinking about that's going to be on the gram, you know? But people always have been like that, right? Before the gram. Like... You can go back to any time in history. Grandma's got to have the biggest, most flamboyant <laughs> hat on Sundays True. because that's just what it, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, just what it is. Like, yeah, you had to sit in there yeah, with like, that big yeah. ass hat. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you block the whole th three pews behind you. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's just how it is. I used like, to sit behind whatever your market sleep. is as far as what you do, yeah. whoever you are, whatever culture you come from, like, yeah. that's what you're going to try to I, 
and press. Most people. You're right. And to, to me, like, that made me think of, I went to the Arnold Classic. Have you guys ever heard of that? Yeah, uh, my dude Don went to that. In uh, Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, so <coughs> I, I go down every year. And my friend was in a CrossFit competition that they had there. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was crazy because there was like hundreds of people competing in this. And I'm looking, it was men and women. And the guys, um, they, their short, all of their shorts, like, you know, came just like a little above the knee or even below the knee. And all the girls had booty shorts on. All of them. <laughs> so it's just like, I'm, I'm looking at it like, okay, what is going on here? You know, because <laughs> they're, 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 the common denominator is that they're human, they're athletes, right? They're competing. Mm-hmm. So why, what's the difference here? Like, what is the, and it comes to peacocking, right? It's like, you don't want to peacock mm-hmm. in bright colors. Why do they do that? They do that because they want to find a mate. They want to reproduce. They're not thinking that when they put on the booty shorts. They're not thinking about like, you know, they, they, they're not taking it that far. Yeah. But I think subconsciously. That's just what they have to wear in a sense, kind of. Subconsciously. Is that the same thing like when girls post those pictures? Yes. Mm-hmm. The peach with the peach emoji on the, in the. Yeah. <laughs> And, 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 or, no, no, no. So they, they'll, 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 they'll move away from the peach emoji. They'll do, they'll do the the look back at it, right? They'll, yeah, do, they'll yeah. do the look, they'll do the look back at it. But the the, the caption will be nothing about this. What's happening? Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. It'll be like it's a complete like, misdirection. Like I, I had a great day with my aunt today, so I felt like taking a selfie. It's like what? I know why you, you felt like taking a selfie. I know why you're looking well, back it, at is it, it. Is it peacocking though all the time? Because some of these girls aren't looking for nothing. They just literally, well, I don't know. They want the attention. They're peacocking yes. just for the attention. That's it. Yes. Not for nothing else after that. Yeah. Just, just that's yeah. it. Because you got some girls that'll post <laughs> half-naked pictures. And then like when somebody comment on it, they're like, hey, they thirsty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> For the for the record, uh, I didn't see any pictures. Uh, <laughs> That's hard for guys, right? Because guys, like we're you're supposed to be the one that takes initiative. Yeah. Right. 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 So if you don't take initiative, you're fucking up. But if you're thirsty, you're fucking up. You got to be like mid. Right? You got to be like midway thirsty. Like you got to be like thirsty. midway thirsty. Yeah, I don't do nothing. I don't do nothing because I'm not taking no chances. I'm just serious. I'm not taking no chances, bro. I can't. I just can't take no chances, man. Ain't no chick about to play me. <laughs> nope. Ain't no chick about to play me. I don't, like, I don't know what that's going to do, like, long term. We don't know what it's like. Because we, we, none of us have pictures of grandma in the club. Right? I don't think they had. You know? <laughs> we, we, we don't have pictures of grandma and yoga pants. Damn, right? Have yoga pants back down. Maybe like she got some bell bottoms though. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But, okay, but, yeah. But, that but might the thing be. is, like, we we don't have the pictures though. Like, yeah, we, we don't, don't have them doing like, um, what's the term? Um, promiscuous actions. Actions. Yeah. Right. But when we are grandparents, like, you know what I mean? That's We're, gonna be hilarious. That, right. That'd be. They funny. can bring it. They can. They can bring it up. It's like grandma, this was easy. But it might be worse than though. That's the problem. It might be way worse. 
Yeah. Seriously, because my grandmother's generation, they thought what they were doing was bad. Was bad. Yeah, the twists. Like, they just dancing. Like the twist. You know what I'm saying? No, not the twist. Like, and then cabbage patch and man, the bro, kid and play. Tell you, and bro, <laughs> it might be worse. It might be worse. I hope not. Yeah, that's I don't I don't know what to do. The evolution of man, scary. It is. But so is. I mean, like I I feel like the media. If you're watching the news, I don't watch the news. If you watch the news, it's kind of like it feels like the world is going to hell in a handbasket. And to me, like I, I don't, I don't know what's going on because, um, I, like I, I read a report on, on the UN, the United Nations. They came out and they set a goal in two thousand to reduce the global poverty rate uh, by half by two thousand fifteen. They did it in two thousand twelve. So. They, they cut global poverty in half in quicker time than they thought. Mm-hmm. And, and global poverty is, is going down on a daily basis. Uh, global violent crime is going down. Child, uh, child mortality rates are, are down. Um, we're, we're on the... We've, we've cured polio. Yeah. You know, we... we Listen, bro. When we it, have all these advances. When it comes to all of that stuff you just said, and this is probably my conspiracy thing. Conspiracy but, number two. Conspiracy <laughs> number but two. But all two. jokes aside, like, the world leaders, they control everything. Mm-hmm. Literally from population and diseases and stuff yeah. going on and famine. They control all of that stuff. They literally can control that, like, to make that stuff stop. Like, so it's like, you were just saying... About um, you just said child mortality or global poverty. Global poverty and all of that. We have more than enough money and resources in the world yeah. to where nobody should be and living in poverty. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. it's just so unbalanced. Like it, is. it makes no sense. Like everything is set up for everything to be like this. It's literally set up to be like this. Like you know what I mean? Either survive. Mm-hmm. The strong, the strong is gonna survive. Period. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, and then we start dancing around into some like Hitler speeches, because <laughs> and I'm, I'm taking it extreme. I'm, I'm an extreme dude, but it's just like um, survival of the fittest, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you know the the ones that are the smartest, fastest, strongest, they make it through, and the ones that don't get removed from the gene pool. Right, they'll be fizzled out so it'll make the nation strong. That's so, it. you know, it's just like we're in this weird spot of like, you know, everyone around the table, we, we, we think it's good when people are lifted out of poverty and we think it's good when people have access to food and access to opportunity. But then it's like we're assuming that everyone that's here is supposed to be here. Ah, uh, <laughs> that, that, that hit, that hit home. That, that hit, that hit because everybody's not going to make it in the end. In a sense, like, it's written, like, if you really believe the Bible, mm-hmm. like, everybody's not going to make it. So either way you slice it from, like, you know, a religious perspective <clears throat> or from an evolutionary perspective, mm-hmm. it's like, what happens when there's millions of people that, d- that they can't get a job because they don't have the skills to meet the demands that the most basic job demands? What do we do with those people? 
Because you look at our jobs are becoming more and more and more complex. True. In a sense, but they're giving away jobs too, though. Like, for somebody that don't have this, you can't tell me somebody don't have skill enough to sit there and bag groceries. Now they got these automatic <clears throat> things in, in Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a job for somebody. Like, I understand. But to them, to these people that are over these corporations and stuff like that, that's nothing but just, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, a, a cut from what they would have to give out. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <clears throat> but so Walmart away. is a publicly traded company, which means they have an obligation to bring profit to shareholders. Mm-hmm. So their obligation is to make more money than they did before last quarter. And if they don't do that, they're not doing their job. So at what point, as a business person, you say the most, the, the, the best way to expand <clears throat> my margin, my profit, is to cut on labor. But I feel like... It's like the Thanos effect. I, I, I understand that, but <laughs> in a sense, continuously doing that, you're, yeah. you're, 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 you're killing, you know what I'm you're drowning yes. the people out. You know what I'm saying? As far as yeah. like maximizing what you possibly can have. Yeah. What's the point of having the lowest prices on everything, the great value prices and all of that, yeah. if you don't have... If your customers don't have no money to buy it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't got no, no job. What is it? Like the, the dog eating its own tail or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like it don't make no sense. Like it don't make yeah. no sense at all. You're going to have the lowest price. Like Walmart ain't going nowhere. It's not going anywhere. You're, you're a staple. Like everybody goes to Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Everybody goes to Walmart for everything. Anything you have. You get extension cord. You go to Walmart. <laughs> anything you can possibly think of. You go to Walmart. What about the people that only go through Amazon? Which is was becoming more and more and more popular. Possible. That's cool. That's cool. So, but but what I'm saying is that is a threat to Walmart. How is it a threat to Walmart? Because Walmart sells stuff online too, and they send it. I don't want, but they but they did that because they had to. I mean, in a sense, you would have to. I mean, years down the line, you're probably going to get to that. But that's what I, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if they get to the point where you know they they d- deliver the best customer experience. And it's it's only it's you know Amazon versus Walmart, and they both had the best customer experience. How are they going to increase profit? It's not about increasing profit, but it is to them. As long as because they got to make more money than if I'm quarter. getting five. Let's say realistically, in a year, I get five. Let's say I get a million dollars a year. I'll take a consistent million dollars for the rest of my life, rather than going. I'm gonna get. <clears throat> A million this year, two million this year, four million, and it doubles until I cap out to where I don't have anything else. You know what I'm saying? And then I won't have anything. I'll take that consistency because I'll I, I, I rather be comfortable. That's just how I'm looking at it. Longevity-wise, I'll be comfortable and everybody wins. The people win, we win. We're eating either way. We're not going nowhere. That's I agree with I you. I, I, no, I agree with you. I'm playing devil's advocate here. I feel you. Mm-hmm. I feel I, you. I'm playing devil's I advocate. <laughs> I, I will take it a step further. And... When I look at the people that that literally don't have the IQ, they literally their 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 brains don't have the capacity to hold a job. Mm-hmm. I still think that as humans, we have to respect their human dignity and we have to take care of them because they're part of us. How do you how do you 
do the two <coughs> differentiate? Yeah, how how do you how are you the you know? Because there's a lot of people out here scheming, trying to do, trying yeah. to act like that, and they just lazy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why. But but do you respect? Do you respect that? Laziness. Do you respect or the, hustle? the hustle? Nah. Because that's smart <laughs> to an extent, though. I don't, I don't, they, they're <laughs> like they're they're swindling us to get a boost. Do you do you still respect that too? I don't. Me personally, listen, I, I know people, like, I got family that do stuff like that. I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> but oh my God. Me personally, if I am good and I don't need that, I'm not going to take that away from somebody else. Like, you know what I'm right, saying? Like, right, I'm right. good, I'm well off. Like, but it's still a possibility. Oh, you know what I'm saying? My, my grandmother might be like, oh, go sign up for Section 8. You know what I'm saying? I don't need that. That's a, a spot for somebody that really, really needs, needs that. Section yeah. 8 that can't really do that for themselves. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's just my mindset where I'm at. Like, so I don't believe in. That's not a true hustle to me. That's not a hustle to me. Like, that's that's. That's just getting over. Yeah, that's getting yeah. over. Okay. That's okay. taking the spot. That's just that's lazy. That's just being lazy. Like you know what I'm saying? You gonna you gonna sit there and be the fat person laying in the bed <laughs> with, when the old, when the the old visual, grandmother coming to the house and you don't want to get up because you just lazy. Like you know what I'm saying? That's just how I look at. Why did I envision grandma with the Walmart? <laughs> Uh, I'm best. <laughs> Come on, mad as fuck. If you don't need it, it's people that really need those. True, those true, true, yeah. true, those, those, you know what I'm saying? Those benefits to help them. That's just getting over. Like, people really need that stuff. That stuff. You, if you want to be lazy, you don't want to get a real job or get a real hustle. Like, it's a million different hustles out here. It's a million different ways to get to the bag. But don't take away and step on somebody else's toes. To somebody else, you know what I'm saying, really need that help. Yes. That's just how I look at it. Like, period. Like, we gotta take more responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like as an individual. And what you're saying is the opposite end of short-term thinking. You know, they're they're thinking, well, I'm gonna get a paycheck from the government, mm-hmm. but long term as a person, you know, you're limiting yourself. Right. Yeah. You're cutting yourself off of what you could potentially be because you're not taking responsibility. Right. And then it creates, even if you aren't lazy, it creates a lazy mentality. Culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if you, if your parents was like that, you know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, that's what you're going to be used to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just mm. how it is. That's your culture. That's how that habit creates. Like, you got to break that chain, that cycle. So man. it starts with parenting. Yes. Yeah. Parenting. parenting. Just, yeah. Us, us, us in general, us here now, like, <clears throat> doing this podcast, like, we have the ability to reach out to people and... Get podcast parents. Get, yeah. <laughs> and connect connect with people to, you know what I'm saying, shed light on different things and stuff like that as far as the direction of where we're going. And stuff. Exactly. That's why I love doing this because yeah. it's like, I like to talk too, but the biggest thing about talking to people is to connect with them so yeah. they can gain mm-hmm. something from our conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We all mm-hmm. here for a reason. My end goal for everything, my end goal is world peace. Like, I know it's really big and it's, it's crazy mm-hmm. to say that, but... That's my goal before it's all said and done. Like, it's world peace because wow. it's so much we all can obtain just coming together. Like, True. everybody from the United States, everybody from the UK, and everybody from Japan, if we all came together, like, you never know. Like, we could be so much far advanced, but yes. we're all against oh, yeah. each other. It's like, it's like a slow race. Like, doo, 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 doo. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Instead like, of, doo, you say, all in the same pot. Like, it makes no sense to me. Like, I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't understand how people think. I'm all about equality. like equality. I feel like I'm in church right now. 
But um, <laughs> Nick, how are we on? Uh, I mean, we we've already done over an hour. We're at an hour and eight minutes. How are we on battery life? Are we good? Should we wrap this up? Thirty-eight percent on this one. Okay. How yeah. how do you guys want? I mean, I oh let me let me ask I you a question. Let me ask you a question before time. um before we uh, get off because we're still on anchor and stuff like that. Cool. So we're good. Um, you're a comedian. Kinda. I mean, I, I has yes. I, I, <laughs> okay, I do. Okay. I do stand up, but like real comics, they don't consider themselves comics until like two years into and, the game. Okay. So I've start. I started in February, but yes, I do okay, stand up. Okay. 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 So how did that? How did that come about? Like. Um. It's pretty low on this one. What are we at? It's still going up. Say the percentage, but it's is it still going up? Yeah. All right. Oh, it's cool. We'll, still, we'll just get this a little bit. Yeah. Right? Okay. <clears throat> uh, so yeah. Um. Growing up, I always loved watching comedy. Um, I would sneak out of my room. Sneak out of my room to you know like watch Comedy Central and stand up specials and things like that. Okay. And. Um, so. Um, and then it was it wasn't until like I started dating my my now wife where like we would do Netflix and chill and I'd be like, <laughs> hey, do you want to watch this new special? Yeah. And she was like, no, I don't really like stand up. And I was thinking to myself, like, to me, it was like, like, that didn't register. Like, I thought everyone like stand up. loved stand up and loved comedy. Yeah. So that, like, showed me that, like, well, what I have is unique in the sense of that, like, I really like this. I right. actually like comedy. Right, right. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. That's uh, where I got started listening to podcasting. And I don't it's weird. I love Joe Rogan. He's a huge inspiration to me, but I don't think he's funny. But anyways, <laughs> but he's he's been a, a comedian for thirty years, a professional Ooh. comedian for thirty years. Anyways, um, I he brought on. A, I mean, I've listened to hundreds and hundreds of episodes of him talking to comedians, and they all talk about how humbling it is and how hard it is, and you know, just just the thought of getting up on stage and bombing. Yeah, you know it's 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 frightening. So to me, I looked at it as I look at myself as a communicator. I I, I look at someone who wants to be able to capture someone's attention and hold it. Mm-hmm. So I do that. I try to do that through my podcast. I'm going to be doing more writing. Um, I want to do it through video oh. uh, storytelling, and I'm trying to do it through the podcast. So um, one of the ways I want to do it is also in front of people, public speaking trying to do one of the hardest things and that's to get people to connect with you Mm -hmm. in a short period of time and really change their environment through laughter so that's what got me in the stand that's big man that's big we definitely have to catch you uh what's the the name of the comedy club so uh the funny stop comedy club it's right down the street here six minutes away Mm -hmm. um that is what i would recommend to come see me at on their october uh 17th at 8 p.m. But that, that's an o- amateur night. October 17th, 8 p.m. Be there. Be but there. I, I honestly would, I'll let you guys know the next time that I'm hosting there because, well, I'm hosting there on the 17th, but that's amateurs. Mm-hmm. You're going to see a lot of shitty acts, <laughs> mine included. But then, and then um, I'm going to work with the club to get booked to MC um, for actual professional comedians. Okay. So when that date comes, I, I can get you guys free tickets. Um, you'll get to see me on and off stage. I'll do like a 10 minute set 
And it's, it's a good environment when you do it in a club because people were there to come see you perform. Mm. Okay. Um, I just did a show in Youngstown at the um, Casual Pint in Boardman. And I, I liked it. It was good to go up there and do stage time and get the reps in. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got to get the reps in. Yeah. Um, there's no such thing as a lucky joke, right? Like someone lucked out on a, on, you know, telling a bad joke and people sort of laughing. But anyways, um, the, the bar, the bar gigs are weird because there's some people there to see comedy and there's some people there just to have a drink yeah. and to talk to their friend or get food or whatever. So it's a different vibe, different environment. But I will be doing some stuff in Youngstown, hopefully with the Youngstown Comedy Syndicate. So I'll, I'll let you guys know about that. Um, yeah. Okay, man. That's what's up, dude. That's what's up. Um, like how you said earlier, man, it's been a long time since guys like yeah. linked up. Actually, uh, true story. Uh, I remember we had a game against Youngstown Christian. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> got to bring it up. I think it was like what my maybe my sophomore year, your freshman. Yeah, year? you were a year up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were one of the most fiercest dudes that <laughs> played defense like ever. I'm talking about he will tackle you. He will oh, take yeah. you out. Yeah, he dude. will take you out. No remorse. And I always, I'll never forget the game at home when I hit the game winner. And, um, oh yes! <laughs> oh yes! Point to left. That hurts so bad. <laughs> that hurts so bad. Dude. I'm sorry, I had to pull the Michael Jordan card yeah, today. Mm-hmm. They always had big, yeah, yeah. yeah they was nice. They was you, definitely you nice. You graduated eleven too, right? Not 12. No, uh, twelve. Twelve. Big Ant graduated in eleven. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll never forget when Phil came to an open gym, and uh, I think he like stole the ball from me or whatever. And he told me, "You're gonna have to learn new moves." <laughs> <laughs> and like, I was so, I was, I was so angry. But I was angry because he was right. <laughs> you know, I was angry because he was right. And I still get mad. I, 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 I work at the computer thinking to myself, oh, I need new moves. And I, I like, I try to channel that anger oh, yeah. and put it towards my work now because, you know, I didn't go play. Yeah, he gave you a light. I, 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 I didn't go no, play. He's fierce, man. I'm trying to tell you. He's fierce. He's fierce, man. I'm trying to tell you. I'll never forget it. But... I, it's just like, like, I wanted to play college basketball and it didn't happen. And for me, that has lit a fire underneath my ass because I know the things that I didn't do that I could have done. Yeah. And I don't want to look back when I'm 75 and say the same thing about my career. Mm. I said the same thing every day, bro. I, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. I always told myself, like, even when you're not playing ball, like, you. You, you got to look back. You want your life to be everything you want your life to be. And mm-hmm. only you can yeah. make your life what you want it to be. So that's, that's, that's big, man. That's big. That's the moral of this whole podcast, right? Yeah. And uh, you guys are a, a testament and an example of that. You guys wanted to do something and you're doing it. And uh, I know it's not easy. It's hard. It's hard to do a podcast and like get people together or just think of topics or things or like when when you look at your downloads and you're like yes this is it i can start selling ads and it's just like not what you thought like the views or the downloads but uh i appreciate the work that you're doing because i think it's really needed and it's really important and there's there's kids out there that need podcast parents (laughs) and i I think plugged or unplugged could be one of them same thing, man. Same thing with conversations with Lou. 
I mean, I think your title of your podcast is pretty pretty smooth. Like, it's it, pretty smooth. It's, it's pretty accurate, smooth. but it forces me to have conversations. I and, and like I don't like doing solo podcasts. It's always weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard to coordinate with people, right? Because there are people that cancel on me, and it's just like, mm-hmm. well, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know because I I always try to get a podcast out a week, one podcast per yeah. week. So. Um, but I love, I love having conversations, man. And just, I mean, you have lived a life that I haven't. And because of that, I can learn something. And that's magical. We all can learn something from each other. Though. True. Yes. I think, I mean, you'll never run out of things to learn. And I think that's the point. Yeah, when you stop learning, that's when you pretty much did. Yeah. Pretty much. And, and that's, that's when, when you see people that are hard-headed. They're more comfortable with the things that they know, then they're, they're more in love with the things that they know rather than what they don't know. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's <clears throat> limiting. I, ne- I never want to get to that place because we all know we don't know it all and we all know we can't know it all. So when you start seeing someone in a competition rather than a conversation, it's scary. <clears throat> it's like I've seen it politically. You know, people in my own family, it's like, you believe this, and I believe this, and you're just going to try to put points on the board. Yeah. And we're not having a conversation like the way that we were ta- having a conversation about uh, publicly traded companies and mm. employment, right? Mm-hmm. You would present something, I would consider it, and vice versa. You know? And at the end, it wasn't like, well, I believe in capitalism, and, you, and you're you know, a liberal piece of shit. Yeah, like it's, it's, <laughs> it's like like sir when you talk to certain guys like it, it becomes like a competition like how you say like, like they want to put points on the board but it's like I'm saying this for the general view of this and they're say, they're still saying well they did this in '96 and they did this in '85 and but those are yeah like I can't have with people those make me mad like those type of conversations low key piss me off mad. I know when he's mad because he's like. Short, like, like, yeah, you are one funny dude. Now. I, I know, I'm, I'm hilarious. Funny, so you want to do stand up? Oh no, no, I'm, I'm more, I'm more so funny as like you catch me, okay. or like you, you catch me doing some, you know. No, uh, but no, I, I think that's smart because it's, it's literally a waste of time. It's like you're not gonna budge. I'm not gonna budge. What are we doing? Like we're wasting our life. <laughs> yeah, like why would we do that? It's just a waste it's of time. It's weird. Some people don't see it as a waste of time. They they, they want to keep going. Like some people yeah. are just like that though. Yeah, the yeah. product of the uh, what is it called? The first take, the first take. Uh, oh, so they just want to keep going. Yeah, like, like man, I should I should have brought man, I should have brought my verse. my backwoods like a, like <laughs> like like I'm uh, saying it. Yeah, you go backwards. skip verse, you know, skip, verse. skip skip skip. <laughs> that's like, how some people are though yeah. I can't I can't they naturally yeah. just want to go point for point like, yes yeah. well, I mean but I think you can harness that the, the person that's very argumentative mm-hmm. you can harness it in a way that we say you're someone that can present alternative points of looking at you could be play the devil's advocate and help someone else look at an issue from another angle instead of trying to win and something that's not even like a game. Yeah. You know, because how many like presidential arguments do you see people getting into? And it's like, even if you were right, what does it matter? You're not changing anything. 
right? True. Like you just were right, and they agreed that you're right, and then they just like, okay, that's the end of that conversation. And they just, or, oh, all right, like, all right. <laughs> yeah. the, the biggest lesson has been my my relationship, and uh, a year before we got married, I my then girlfriend, I we looked at each other and said, you know, we're not gonna get into arguments. We're not going to get into a competition because if I win and you lose, we lose. Yeah. Now we don't always see eye to eye on everything, Mm. but we're not, I'm not trying to one up her because if I actually one up her and I win, I'm married to a loser. Y'all on the same team. Yeah. Yes. It's, you know, now that we're married, it's team Lee, right? Mm -hmm. When, when, when we disagree about something and someone actually changes the way that that other person looks at the world because, you know, the pursuit of the truth, there is a truth. And if we can both reach that truth, who wins? Team Lee. We, we won. Yeah. So but, what if you don't, what if you don't, because everything you don't find the truth in though. And everything yes. you don't agree with. Yeah. So like, exactly. so how do you find, it's, all right, yeah. I look at it as an ongoing conversation. There's, there, there's things that she does not agree with. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and to me, it's an ongoing conversation. It's, it's an evolving conversation. I'm definitely and, stealing this on every argument I have. <laughs> um, listen, I'm going to just casually bring it up. So um, do you still think of that? Like, I'm bringing old stuff up. It's over. Thank you yeah. for these, these tips. Yeah, <laughs> but, it, but it, it changes everything. It, it really does. Okay. Because like when, when those things get heated... You know, I, I'll just look at her and say, you know, what are we trying to do here? Are we trying to figure it out or are we trying to hurt one another? Am I trying to walk away feeling like I, I'm better or whatever? What are we trying to do here? That's, yeah. that's exactly what I'm still What doing. are we trying to do? What, what do you want to do? What do you want you know? to do? And, I, and then I always say like, you know, if, if it's like, if it's to the point where it's a competition, I say, we need space. Like, you know, we're, we'll put this on the shelf. And revisit it. Because we need enough space and time to sleep on this. Mm. Because it's not worth us getting in, you know, taking out the swords. I agree. Because how many times of that, you know, you start taking out your weapons and you start, you know, inflicting wounds. And that's when you really start damaging the team. Yeah, and and, exactly. and it wasn't even about that. It wasn't even about that topic. It just escalates. It just goes to different. You levels. brought up old stuff, and you did it so you could you know get that little jab in there, <laughs> and it really hurts, and it makes things <laughs> way worse. Like it, it escalates. It yeah, it escalates. You can feel the heat in the room. Like it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It. So and. Yeah, so that's my advice to, you know, with relationships on the same team, working for, to get that dub together. That dub, yeah, that dub, that dub. And to me, one of the reasons why I married my wife, she went to Youngstown Christian too, and she was never afraid to put me in my place. Like, Mm. you know, I always just talk about, I'm a Kobe fan. Oh, no. that, oh yeah. Come on, man. What's up, man? What's up, man? But like, Let's go, like, you know, man. She, she would always, she would never be afraid to put me in my place and tell me when I'm wrong yeah. or when I'm getting too big headed. So I just use that um, as a resource. And um, sometimes when I feel like she's being too harsh on me, 
I use that as fuel to say, well, I'm, I'm about to step up. I'm about to, I'm about to, exactly. I'm about to step this up so much that she's going to be so like, she's baffled. Know what yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, know, I know what you're talking I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's over. I'm coming back to Youngstown on fire. <laughs> A team is not vibing. He's like, uh, he's not vibing at all. I don't all. know, guys. I'm in a different, different place than you guys. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> but uh, this has been fun. Yeah, um, man. We're, we're gonna have to do this again, hopefully. For sure, man. We're definitely, we'll definitely come out here, man. Definitely link up with you again. I and when I when I'm in Youngstown, we'll have to do something. Okay, man. Um, but no, I appreciate you guys coming out. I appreciate the conversation. My website only holds an hour and a half of like like bandwidth, so we're we're about there now. So okay, have to cool. wrap it up. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk after this. Is there anything that you would like to plug to the audience? <laughs> plug. Um, nah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, to say um, this is season two of Plugged Around Plug. Um, we've been at it for ten months and. This is exciting, man. This is exciting to come out here. In a beautiful apartment. It's beautiful uh-huh. outside. Um, we're definitely hitting Chipotle up after this. Ah! Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but um, sure, man. This is all love. Um, all peace and positivity, man. Um, can't wait to do this again. Awesome, For real, man. definitely. A team? Anything? You said everything. You look like a man who said it all. I just, I, just, <laughs> I, didn't, I feel like I didn't say enough. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, I'm good. Oh yeah, shout out to the T. Shout out to uh, TGE. You see, see my man rocking yeah, the hoodie. Definitely. Definitely. Y'all can follow us on there at uh, Grand Umpire underscore. Yes, sir. On Instagram and uh, Instagram Twitter. and Twitter. Yeah. Yes, sir. Also on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Yeah. Um, this is Plug Around Plug with Conversations with Lou. And we out, man. Much love. <laughs>